Bum bum bidum bum bum bidum bum 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 bidum bum bum bidum bum bum bum. Okay, you have to stop so we can each test our audio level. Oh. Wow, Elise's wave was really big there. Do you see the size of Mine doesn't exist. Well, now it's going. Oh, wait, if I yell, it does. Yeah, no, you literally have to scream. <laughs> okay, well, I can just be loud. All right. It's fine. I just Ashley, do I sound crunchy okay. to you? Uh, I mean, like, a normal amount of crunch. What's a normal amount of crunch? Hey, everyone. Welcome back to this week of I Told My Stuffed Animals About Us. I'm your host, Ashley. I'm Alicia. And we have a special guest star with us. Um, hi, guys. I'm Haley. <laughs> this is Ashley's current roommate. We were also all sweet mates freshman year of college. Yep. Back in the day. That's the extent to which we've lived together. Oh, right. So this episode's theme is roommates. So we're going to be talking about red flags in roommates, things you should look for in a roommate, why you should be a good roommate to people, etc., etc. But we thought that would be, yes, a great episode for Haley to contribute to because she's lived with both of us and she currently lives with me. And also, I think we should talk about living alone versus living in room with, living with roommates um, because I think that will be a fun yeah. debate. Also, announcement, um, we are now on Instagram. Our handle is Stuffed Animals Pod. We plan to post pictures of our stuffed animals, or if you want to send photos of your stuffed animals, we can put... Where'd she go? Sorry, I <laughs> lost server connection. Whoa. Okay. It was just anyway. your video that was gone. Your like audio thing was still there. That's so exciting for me. And we're trying a new app, guys. This is our third app that we're using to like record and figure out what the best way to deliver these podcasts to you is. And I learned about this one at a journalism conference. And so I feel like the NPR lady should be leading me the right way. But the NPR man I went on dates with did not lead me the right way. So oh. I'm the organization as a whole. Not us both having gone on dates with people with ties to the NPR. The NPR? <laughs> the Sorry. I'm in California now. Everything is the. No, um, also, uh, but no, the other thing about our Instagram is that you can directly contact us. We'll also put up questions or see what you all want to have addressed. So earlier today, I didn't give very much notice, but I put up a box asking if anyone had roommate questions. We also got a roommate horror story. Um, Scary. So that's the itinerary for the day. Did you guys ever share a room as a kid? No. Yeah, I did. How many humans were in your room? Um, okay. The majority of the time, so for context, I have three younger siblings. I have two younger brothers and one younger sister, and we're all about a year and a half to two years apart each. So with my sister being the youngest, she's five years younger. So a lot of the time I was sharing a room with her, which it went about as you think it would. She is like a classic younger sister where she loves having attention, but like she is, she's a sweetheart, but she like loves having her own space. Very Enneagram four um, in how she like, I don't know. She like loved to have certain decor on the walls, but she would go through. So I never wanted to touch intruding on that it. space, but it was also impossible to not intrude on that space. But the most people that were ever in a room I was never part of this, but when we, my family moved a lot. One time when we moved to a house, there was like a loft area that was just like open space that was upstairs. And all three of my siblings decided they wanted that to be their room. So they didn't have a door. It was just like you would walk upstairs. 
all their beds were lined up. So the three of them were there. <laughs> no. It that's really like my what there. The thing is, we laugh at that, but there's so many people in New York who literally just live like that for an exorbitant amount of money. Wow. Well, even when we we're in school, there's people who would like rent out like a two bed and an attic apartment and they'd like put somebody up in the attic or like the loft yeah. of the apartment complex and like that would freak me yeah. out too. No, I would not want to do that. Like my my best friend from home, she's currently living in New York and she has two roommates, but they're technically living in a one bedroom and the other two are in the loft and legally they can't fill the like space from the ceiling. Like there's like, there has to be like a one, one in, one foot. Mm, there's like a margin where legally they can't close the gap between the wall and the ceiling. So you know, those American flags with Nicki Minaj on it, they just put three of those up. So like, there's enough privacy. That's funny. But they're still following the law. I feel like there's so many different room dividers that you could use other than Nicki Minaj. See, the American funny thing is, is one of the roommates said that getting squishmallows for their couch would be too chaotic, but Nicki Minaj wouldn't. Hmm. A barb. <laughs> Shall we jump in? Yes. Um, where do you want to start? I think we should start with um, our roommate experiences. So one of us lived with, well, I guess Haley lived with her sister as a child, but my first roommate experience was in college. And I was the opinion that your roommate should be your best friend and you should like bake cookies together every night and braid each hair and like share everything. And my first roommate was not like that. Love her, (laughs) adore her, but that was not our dynamic. And so what did you guys, when did you first learn what a roommate should and shouldn't be? So I also went in, like, not only, like, wanting a best friend, but also seeking that. So um, I, and this was both of your first impression of me, I think, but I was, like, insane and threw together a Google form um, because essentially there are, like, 60 girls in our scholarship program that we had to, like, pull a roommate from. And I was like, well, that makes it easy to, like, find someone but also, like, everyone else was putting these slides in their PowerPoint and, like, look, shop for a roommate. And I'm like, none of these people are people that I, like, am allowed to live with. Uh, so I made this form and I would check it day and night, scouring for someone. At this point in my life, I what I really ma- cared about is I wanted someone who I was on a similar, like, wavelength with religiously and spiritually I think that was, like, one of my main priorities at the time. And then, like, someone that would be, like, equally as, like, comfortable and, like, with, like, having people, like, just, just, like, a level of comfort in the, in, like, privacy in the room with, like, are we gonna, like, be wearing our towels around ourselves while we change every night for a year? Or, like, are we, like, never going to have people over? Like, are we playing music? Like, stuff like that. That's such a good question, the nudity one. I never thought to ask, like, can I be naked in front of my roommate? But that should have been number one. I, that's literally something I bring up on, like, the first day I move in with someone because it's just – it's so annoying to, like, be – and I know that this isn't everyone's vibe, but I'm, like, it's so annoying to, like, have to, like, keep yourself private in your own space. Yeah. Like, I understand if you have your own rooms, you don't want to walk around the house naked. I I get that. But I'm like, this is my room. I want to change and not have to worry about, like, pinching my towel between my Oh, arm. my gosh. You know? <laughs> no, no, I, I agree. think that's real. I think that's about 
anyways, so through this rigorous screening process, I found my roommate, um, who then ha- uh, Haley shared a room with for two years after that. Mm-hmm. Um, you just just like traded and- off roommates. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking. I'm sorry when you were talking about the like being naked in your own room like if you should be or not I was like wow that was never a question with my freshman year roommate (laughs) (laughs) oh my god like it was just a given it wasn't a conversation and I loved her for it because it just made it so easy on my end um (laughs) anyways um Um, yeah, so that's a quick segue into my freshman year roommate, which is my first roommate, like, outside of family, which is a very different dynamic, I think. Um, and I think we weren't, like, BFFs, you know, like, we were pretty good friends while we lived together during that year of college. We weren't always in the same social circles, um, which I think created, like, a little bit of tension at times, but overall, it wasn't a bad experience. Um, I liked living with her. We're still, like, very low maintenance friends like we follow each other on instagram every now and then shoot a couple texts over to each other um but yeah we definitely weren't as close after we stopped living together um but based on all the horror stories that i've heard it wasn't it wasn't a bad experience like there are so many things that you just read online about like people going off to their first year of college oh <laughs> what <laughs> I thought you meant horror stories about her. Oh, God. and I was like, we're I mean, about yes, that. but I didn't think you were gonna say that. No. Oh my gosh. No, I was thinking like I follow some of my friends. Yeah. Like, no, I, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. This is not. And be like, I yeah. in a room, and there's three of us, and this one girl comes home and has sex in her bunk bed every night. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. She was yeah, nowhere yeah. near yeah. that kind of stuff. Like based on the horror stories I've heard about other people (laughs) yeah that is this was not that it's so common that like bad roommates do is have sex while the other roommate is in the room and I don't know if that's like a uniquely college experience but I know at least two or three people who have had that happen to them where they wake up and there's like sex happening in the bed next to them and I just didn't think that that would be like a a right that we do did you guys hear of that happening at our school I don't know if I'm friends with the wrong people but I never heard of that happening there I don't know if I did like, from people that I, like, I never heard, like, from yeah. direct sources. I would, like, hear- I would hear stuff down the grapevine. Yeah. I think we also just are friends with nice people. <laughs> Good point. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard of, like, yeah, girls getting left on the couch naked in the suite because they were discarded oh. after the night or things oh like my God. that. But nobody, like, actively um, fornicating in the yeah. bed. Well, I know, cool. um... My one of my roommates, not my one of my RAs abroad said that her one of her freshmen, I don't know if it was a roommate or a sweet mate, but like asked, and maybe this gets cut, I don't know, we'll see. But she asked if she could be under the bed while her and the guy, I don't know if they were just dating or if it was her boyfriend, but like she was like, Can I be under the bed while you guys are hooking up? No way, why, anyways? Uh, we got a way too small of a school. <laughs> Yeah, be careful how you treat your roommates. It might get around. This is literally like the opening line of Paris where everything is connected. And she's like, I don't want to know that. Okay, so other red flags, other than having sex in the bed next to you, what are things that you do not tolerate from your roommates? 
Okay. I mean, are we like past like just like the stuff you wouldn't tolerate from your friends too? Like, we I don't think we have to go over like treason. <laughs> no, like treason. I mean, specific. Yeah. Okay. Well, that actually brings up a good point because one someone put in the question box um, that they would like for us to address how difficult it can be to find a roommate who cleans properly. And I think Ashley and I have talked about this quite a bit, but like the more shared space there is, the more important it is to find someone who is of the same cleanliness level as you are. Because like, I feel like freshman year in our suite, like we had a shared bathroom and living room, but the bathroom would, uh, shout out to Pepperdine Maintenance, but they would clean that for us two to three times a week. I believe something like um, that. And then the living room, we were pretty good about. I mean, like it was cluttered as the way it was decorated, but we were good about not adding to it. I think. Yeah, it was still. Do I recall correctly? It was a mess, but like it definitely wasn't like what? so full of things. You're right. Like we could still sit on the couch and like enjoy the space. Yeah. 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 I also think like didn't they vacuum? like the hallways and stuff for us too like I feel like it would have been a different scenario if like yeah yeah they hadn't done that sort of cleaning then I think we might have run into some other issues I'm especially thinking about like where we went to college it was just very hot at the beginning of the year and so we had issues with ants and so like I could have seen that being a problem if our shared spaces weren't cleaned like I think we would have run into literal conflicts aside from just like being annoyed with each other which, like, it was good that we didn't have a kitchen back then because that makes the Gosh. ants so much worse. Like, that got really bad last year when I was living on campus. Yeah. Yeah, I've Why? had rats and termites and ants and Malibu and lice, but that's a different issue. Yep. Oh, God. That's on topic. <laughs> yeah. Red flags in my roommate when they give me lice. <laughs> And then four years later, she decided to live with me still. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm a really forgiving person, guys. I just am really But Green Flag is lets you borrow all their clothes. True. Yeah. We'll pick lights out of your hair once they give it to you. (laughs) Yeah, that is true. That was like two weeks in, too. So that was was like a month in. It was more than two weeks. (laughs) I was just going to say it was when I cut my hair. And I know I didn't cut my hair two weeks after going to school. Yeah. Like, I gave myself a solid month, I think. Yeah. She let her mental breakdown happen, you know, like, four weeks in. I also let it happen gradually throughout freshman year. This is, like, not roommate-related now, but I, like, cut my hair three separate times. Like, yeah. I cut it, I had someone cut it, and then I had you cut it. You cut it, or Ari cut it, and I cut it. Yeah, that sounds right. I was like, I know it was cut three separate times. Um, I think a green flag is when you can have healthy conflict Mm -hmm. where you can say like, Hey, you made a mess or I would appreciate if you could take out the trash this time or things like that. Like when you can have those like, Oh, you used my butter and I didn't appreciate that, you know, like little things. And it doesn't turn into a whole like screaming match or passive aggressive. We're not talking to each other for the next three days. Yeah. I think, I guess in that regard, like the most comfortable I was with was with my roommate senior year. And I didn't know her beforehand. Like we had a few mutual friends, but I really like, I so this I literally like talked to her the night before like literally 12 hours before we were supposed to submit our housing thing and I just like vibe checked it that night which was like 
I am not a risk taker at all. So that was like a big deal. Read the sheet and the, the quiz and all the weeding through all the roommates. Like you're not one to just like yeah. live with someone. Yeah. Yeah. But I was, I, w- I would say I was like desperate, but it was like, it was cutting it close. And, but yeah, I'd just be like, hey, can you like clean the quinoa off the floor? Or like, no, it was like, ca- it was very casual. Like I, like anything that I was like bothered by, I, we would just say, and it wouldn't be a big deal and nobody held anything against each other. Yeah. That's something that's my junior year roommate and my senior year roommates we are all very just like can you like get your stuff together like we need you to step up and um yeah some of my roommates we had to have like a house chat and we'd all sit down and talk about like is everybody doing their share should we need like a chore chart and like all this stuff and like i'm not about that life i just want to yell at Haley and say like please help (laughs) but i don't have that yeah let the record reflect. Haley's a good roommate. <laughs> I do think that setting like like expectations at the beginning, especially for chores when you have a lot of common space, is really important because like I think last year, so like Pepperdine would like ask if you're living on campus, you're always gonna like walk you through a facilitated little meeting at the beginning of the year, and it's like kind of stupid once you're older. Um, but it is very helpful. And last year when we did ours, I had a number of things I wanted to bring up. But when he asked, do you guys have anything to bring up? One of my rooms was just like, nope, everything's good. And then he left and I was like, oh, my gosh. OK, OK. Um, and yeah, the year went on and uh, we had very unequal share of who was cleaning. Who Like sometimes dishes would be left for days and then someone would go like to their parents' house and the dishes would still be there or like. Yeah, like, uh, and I think that there, like, even though, like, my roommate and I were really good about communicating those things, like, the other two in the other room, we were not as, like, I don't think we felt as comfortable being like, hey, can you do this? So, like, sometimes we would bring it up, but, like, that would usually be, like, when we were, like, at, not a breaking point, but, like, at a point where we are like, okay, this is, this is not okay. Hmm. Dishes are gross, though, because that's something that, like... I don't know if those get left for more than 24 hours I just like am unhappy looking at them like they just take up so much space because then it's like you don't have your sink then especially when you're living in like college spaces your space is already limited as is so I think like a big thing for roommate dynamics is just finding someone who I mean this is gonna sound stupid and obvious but like shares that space well with you because you're already like so crammed like you just are gonna run into each other it's not like I don't know I know people post-grad who like move to a city and they get a roommate but like they have separate rooms and separate bathrooms and they like honestly don't interact much and I feel like you're never going to get that sort of experience especially when you're a freshman in college like you are going to be running into that person and those expectations just have to be a little bit different yeah honestly like we shared the space with eight people very well considering how like yeah. The other thing I wanted to ask you guys about is boys or members of the preferred sex. Mm. What what should a good roommate do when it comes to having over a, a male? Uh, always give advance notice as far as you can. And then be open to push back. Like, sometimes, okay, I don't know how common, I don't know if this is like a neurodivergent thing or like another thing, whatever. But I get get very drained when there's a lot of male energy around. <laughs> or like, 
or like a ratio is off. Like if it's just me and the roommate, I can sense when there's a man in the room. Like it it shifts. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I just don't have the capacity for that. Like uh, this happened multiple times, like both with people that I'm living with or like if I'm staying at someone's house, I will like I could literally stay in my room and hide from a man for like until like well into the afternoon just because I'm like it's too draining for me to deal with that right now. So I'm like, if you I, I will almost always say yes, bring someone over. But I also need that on this on the one two three occasions that i'm gonna say not today that that's like not gonna be an issue and it's not gonna be something personal yeah that's real yeah i agree (laughs) i was gonna say i haven't run into this um a ton not to like call out my past roommates but the past couple years like the girls i've been living with haven't like been bringing guys over a lot um sorry i'm not laughing that was just a bad thing yeah 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 (laughs) um (laughs) <laughs> yeah sorry i'll step it up Haley said no bitches start yeah. bringing man over man um i think my biggest ick when it comes to guys coming over like i don't mind i've been friends with my roommates boyfriends and so yeah. that's not been an issue is like when they are hanging out like it doesn't feel like a weird dynamic yeah. it's the overnight element that really gets me especially when you're sharing a room like do not just like spring that on me if he's there I'm okay if you're sharing a room that's a whole other thing Oh, yeah, for sure. If he's, like, in, you know, the other room, that's totally fine. I literally don't care. It is jarring sometimes. One of my roommates, she had her own room, and then her boyfriend would spend the night, and then he'd come out in the morning, and I'd be like, ah, like, I just didn't know that he was there. <laughs> but, like, it wasn't her responsibility to tell me. I was just like, oh, my gosh, like, I just didn't know he was here. It takes a lot of emotional effort to, like, show your, like, bare face, like, either, like, in dead of night or the butt crack of dawn like to a man that you're even close with to have that be like a strange man that like that's not the level of relationship you have with that's like a whole other thing yeah I think probably um this boyfriend in particular was like just sick and tired of me because at this point we had all had like had COVID together like I had gotten high with him for the first time like I was always kicking out random men while he was over (laughs) like he was seeing me at my best and my worst so shout out to him that's real yeah (laughs) the other thing that I had on my list of red flags and a roommate um was hazardous and that's just the idea of like they leave their candles burning oh forget to put them out or like sometimes Haley doesn't clean the dryer lint and it stresses me out because I think the whole (laughs) house is gonna burn down but like just no sense of disaster or like awareness of like what could happen if they don't do the like turning off the lights or turning off the heater when they leave or things like that like I don't think I've had anyone hazardous before that's so good I'm only like very <laughs> mildly hazardous and only every now and then <laughs> well the good news is, is I'm and so I can always like reduce the hazards yeah yeah is this a situation where if you can't think of a hazardous roommate, you're the hazardous Maybe. roommate? I don't think so. No, just, no, that's not the case because I literally, my therapist just told me she wants me on an SSRI because my anxiety is insane. So <laughs> that is like not relevant to the podcast. <laughs> what? It might be. I, we are, we are the podcast. <laughs> and we said, stay on topic. Keep your diagnosis for the next episode. He's like, Whoa. <laughs> um okay the other thing that I had was um this one's silly but 
late noisy guests like I love having people mm. over the more the merrier I'm very extroverted but if you have a person over and they're freaking loud at 2 a.m yeah. I don't want them there anymore like be quiet that shouldn't be allowed yeah and I think that always like comes down to how well can you communicate and like handle conflict if it arises because like a lot of time you can't like foresee how loud your guest or someone else's guest is gonna be and that's just like how well is the roommate gonna take it if you're like hey, your friend is stomping around or, like, whatever. Yeah, true, which is a green flag if you can have those conversations again and it's not a big deal. Or they understand that, like, sometimes you do have a noisy guest over until 1 a.m., but they're going to kick them out before it's too late. I think that's the other thing is, like, you need to be able to give grace as a roommate because sometimes you're going to be the bad roommate and sometimes you're going to have the bad roommate and you need to be able to, like, ebb and flow and say, like, I still want to live with you and I'm not going to kick you out because I am mad that you like left uh, the dirty dish in the sink I know for two that days. I don't think you guys have done this before, but would you live with a stranger or like at, to what, where would you draw the line of like how distant you can be with someone before living with them? Mm, I don't know if I could live with a complete stranger. Like I know people who have done it and like been really happy with how it worked out for them. Um, I don't know. I think maybe if I was like in a group, if I was to live in a house where there were like three of us and it was like a complete stranger plus like a friend of a friend, like I could do that if I could draw the connections to the person I know. But I think I would have to like not just be me and a complete like person that I met on like Facebook marketplace or something. And again, like props to people who that works out for. Love that for you. But that will never be me. Yeah. I think it depends on, like, the timing and the place. Like, I think if I'm 30 still, like, unmarried or, like, not at home or whatever, like, I could see myself just living alone. But I think in this stage of life, I'd rather have a random roommate than be alone. I don't know. It's just sad to come home and not have anybody be there. Anyways, pros and cons of having roommates versus not. Because the other thing is, like, you get to control your space and you get to control, you know, when people come over and all these things that we're talking about that can create conflicts, like you just don't have that anymore if you're by yourself, but there is a social element and a positive. Yeah. I will say like being an introvert, like I handle it much differently than you would as an extrovert, um, which is neither positive nor negative, but yeah, I think living alone would be more fun or like a good happy medium was is like if we all still like lived in the same area. Yeah, I think I think there's like no sense of balance the point where I'm at right now, but like I could see this being a happy medium in like other situ in like another circumstance. At what point would you guys live with a significant other? Uh you should ask that to my mom because <laughs> World War Three broke out when my sister moved in with her now husband after they'd been dating for six years. So I feel like if you can't live together after six years, there's different No, but issues. Th- no, they were both wanting to. It was my mother. You're right. I know that, but I'm just saying, like, if you can't live and be happy together, yeah. that's a whole other Um, what do you think of um because I know nowadays a lot of people are like, oh, significant others should have their own rooms when they live together. 
what is your take on that? I think it depends on, like, where you're at in your relationship. Like, if you're six years in, I think you should just have the extra bedroom, like, as a guest room or whatever. Like, it's never a downside, in my opinion, if yeah. you can afford the extra space to have extra space, whether that's, like, yeah. office, storage, you know, guests. I am very much pro that. But I think if you've only been dating for, like, a year and a half or something like that, like, where you're a little newer, it might be nice to have that space to sort of separate yeah. and be able to have um, – time apart space to think and also like maybe you just want to decorate a space differently than your partner like you haven't quite yeah honestly like my biggest argument for is the decorations because like my thing is like and not everyone's like this but like I love to cuddle at the end of the night so I'm like I feel like I'd wind up like in the same Mm -hmm. bed anyway but like I think it's nice to have that built-in space and no one has to sleep on the couch if anyone (laughs) Uh, oh my gosh not that i plan on that happening but i did i did see that point raised yesterday and i was like huh no i think if someone f***s up they deserve to be on the couch just kick them out (laughs) just kidding (laughs) kind of um i mm, this is kind of leaning toward like me wanting to feel very secure in my roommate situations um i wouldn't live with a significant other until like end of engagement slash beginning of marriage whoa yeah what if, what if, what if he has a lot of problems that you discover once you, and I'm not, I'm not trying to convince you of anything, yeah. but I'm like, that's, that's what my fear would be is like, cause that it's like a whole other training, not, not training. Men are no, but I get it. Like, yeah. I think, okay. It's not that I would never like go over to their house or like yeah, 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 that's how fair. they yeah, live, yeah, you yeah. know, like I feel like a lot of the that's roommate true. dynamics and I agree, like not everything. But, like, if they don't pick up after themselves, I'm going to realize that after a year yeah. or so of dating them and going over to their house. Like, it's going to be obvious. I also feel like if you own your own apartments, you can still spend, like, one week or the other week, like, at each other's places. Like, if you want to go back yeah. and forth, that's not the end of the world. It's just an element of, like, if you need to be separate, you can at the end of the day. And I think that's really healthy, especially. Like, I have friends who have moved to the same city but they aren't living together because they'd rather just have that space at the end of the day Mm -hmm. if they want it and I think that's really healthy especially again if you can't afford it because I think for me if I was dating somebody short term and I wanted to move in with them I would have to make it a financial sort of sense like it would need to make sense in the budgeting sphere before anything else honestly yeah Do we want to do question box or reviews? Oh my gosh. Yeah, let's jump into the reviews before we get too deep. Okay. So I don't know if you got a chance to, but I asked one of my former roommates who's not in our our little pool that we just keep swapping from. And then we also asked a mutual roommate. Um, so we asked our mutual roommate a red flag and a green flag. Um, this is someone who Ashley shared a room with and then I shared an apartment with just her and I. Um, I can read yours. I'm going to read mine. Okay, you go first. Um, she said, Alicia's green flag is that she's very clean and punctual. She's very respectful of the space. That also meant we had our own spaces to ourselves, and I wish we would have hung out more together. So reddish flag is like we didn't do a ton of roomy stuff, but that's equally on me. That wasn't a very good red flag. <laughs> I know. I also, in my head, that's, like, I'm like that is something that I, like, would agree on. However, like, this was in the middle of COVID. So I'm, like, what? what? In my head, I have, like, yeah. excuse it. Because I'm, like, what were we going to do besides sit around in the apartment? Which is what we did. 
Yeah. Okay. And then green flag for Ashley is always, always very supportive. Like I would come back and talk about my day and she would really listen and be excited about what I was excited about. Also very honest. That can come off as a red flag for some, the honesty at all times, even if it meant confrontation, but I appreciated it. She really dodged the red flags. (laughs) Can't identify red flags. That's her red flag. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Yeah. And then I asked my roommate from sophomore year who I lived with abroad uh, we shared tiny little room. Um, I asked her what uh, what kind of person should not live with me. And I told her she could make it lighthearted or serious, whatever. Um, she said, um, someone who's similar to you. Uh, obviously, we have similar interests. And, but personality-wise, I think someone who is also very headstrong and confident like you would cause clashing in living situations. Like we were chill and good because we had similar interests in makeup and pop culture and French. And we, but we were also able to be chill together and find comfort in one another while having different personalities. Aw, that's so cute. Cute. Um, I know. That was very nice. No, it's my turn, Haley. Who should not live with me? Um, I Okay, this is going to sound like silly, but I feel like the people who shouldn't live with you are the same kind of people who aren't going to be friends with you long term. Because I think, like, Lauren kind of did hit it. It's going to be people who, like, can't take direct communication, who are going to get personally offended by that are gonna like say one thing and then go back on what they say and aren't gonna stick to like what they said the roommate dynamics were gonna be and those are like things that are generally gonna cause Mm. interpersonal conflict in your life anyways um I don't think Ashley is like a hard person to live with by any means like she likes having people over she likes hosting things but she also like likes taking the lead on planning those things so it's not like it puts any like obligation on me it's just like oh fun things that I get to help be a part of like fun things that we get to do together um yeah I guess if you hate parties if you hate crowds and like people just showing up that would be my red flag yeah yeah that might I'm just be like, it. anyways come on over and that's why we haven't shared a room together because I hate people you do not hate people <laughs> no I no I love having people over but like a, a set number I get that yeah yeah. No, I love when we have yeah. like ten people over at our place. I'm like, this is so funny. Like they're all right here. Cause like the 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 more people and the less advanced notice I have, the more emotional labor it takes to prepare. Just the introvert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think your your red red and green flag are? Like regardless of what how we both. I just okay, said what okay, your okay, red flags yeah, are. Yeah. I think you should say um, what mine are. Haley's green flag, I think, is that she's very good with the flow. Like, if I was like, we're going to have a chore chart, she'd be like, sure, whatever, I guess. Or, like, again, like, if I say, like, oh, I'm going to have people over, like, she's very much, like, down for whatever as long as there is that communication there. I think, um, I don't know what your red flag would be. Lice. Oh, oh, I know. I think her red flag would be she's very budget conscious. And so when it comes to sharing, she is not a big sharer because she's very much like, <laughs> this is my things and yours and that's not like a bad thing Mm. but it is something that you need to be aware of is like Haley has boundaries when it comes to food and like things that she's invested in like she's not going to share those with you and you just need to like not cross that line are you a big share things or with your roommates I would say like mid-level like if you ever ask me the answer is always gonna be yes yeah and I yeah like cooking with my roommates and things like that like that's something my last roommate and I would do together is like we just go to Ralph's and like buy a whole bunch of food and then cook for each other um but it was just like not a deal 
Um, so that's something. But like, if if I caught one of my roommates using my things, I'd be like, "Yeah, hey, you. like, don't ever do that." I'm the same way. I if you ask, or even if you just say, the answer will always be yes. But last year there was an ongoing thing. Someone kept using my panini press without yeah. saying anything and not cleaning it. And I, I know who it was. And I texted the group chat once saying like, hey, like I'm totally cool. You guys are using it. Just clean it afterwards. Didn't change anything. Um, and then I ended, bought body wash for myself. And then it turned out that all, all four of us were using it. One person asked. The other two did not. Uh, so then for a while, I just was like, let me take it out of the shower and see if they're going to keep cle- like how how are they going to come up with a method to clean themselves That's and so i don't know gross. What, i don't i truly don't know what was i think eventually one of them brought something from home and then i was like as payback i'm going to use it without saying anything <laughs> just just to even it out like i never over like i never use it for longer than they were using my stuff without permission so oh my gosh and that's not to be petty that's just that's in the name of communism okay true you're right. That's so funny. Oh, you know what's a weird red flag for me is people who don't clean toilets. I am Ew! Oh my what God. the toilet looks like, and I am like really anal oh about making sure my t- toilet is clean and then like cleaning it Sorry. down. Yes. No, it's fine. I thought the same thing. <laughs> but I that's something that like I'm very conscious of. And like if I ever go over to a person's house and their toilet's kind of like icky, I'm like, oh, I couldn't have lived with them. You know what I love is when you and your roommates have the same preference on doing chores. Like personally, I like cleaning the toilet because it's it like the satisfaction from seeing the clean toilet is so much more overwhelming than the disgust. And also it it, it like is a very quick mm-hmm. process, honestly. Like it never takes more than like three, five minutes. I think. Yeah, I'm that's if you're it. doing like a scrub. Yeah. Yeah. Um, whereas my roommate last year, she loved to stress clean the shower. Um, it didn't end up happening very often because she was always at other people's houses. Um, but like anytime if she was upset, I'd be like, just go clean the shower. And she was like, oh yeah, you're right. Or like over break, like, or like I'd go, I'd like leave for a bit and I'd be like, can you clean, can the shower be clean before I get back? And it like always was so. I just that's like not something you can really predict but like it just is nice when things work out like that I think that's kind of like I know people talk about like night shift versus morning shift roommates like yeah people who do those kind of things I don't know we don't like fully have that that dynamic with me and Ashley but we also kind of do um because I feel like I am always the one who like starts the dishwasher and runs it and like she definitely vacuums more often than I do um, but that's also like kind of a stay-at-home r- roommate versus like has to commute and go to work roommate. Um, okay, that like little division of labor. About the night shift, morning shift thing. What really grinds my gears that I like forgot. <coughs> Sorry, I like forgot that this was a thing. People who don't turn the lights off at night, like in the hall, because okay, so here's the thing. In my family, like how it works is always assume that like once it's past a certain hour like 10 p.m always assume you're the last one up and turn off the lights Mm -hmm. because it's better that it gets turned off and someone's up and they're like oh let me turn these lights back on rather than waking up being like the lights were on the whole night um and so that's kind of the the mentality i've gone into like the rest of my life so i will always be like turn the lights off but I've noticed a lot of my roommates operate assuming that there will always be more people up, which, yes, fair assumption that I will be up later. But it got to the point where I was like, I thought I made like it was like obvious that I had gone to bed and I'd like wake up in the middle of the night to get a glass of water and the lights were on. And I was like, 
Mm. Okay, so why did this happen? Why did this happen? The dad friend in that sense where I'm going around to every single room and turning off every single light. Like when I'm home by myself, all the lights are off except for the ones in my room. Like it's just the space that I'm occupying. Unless, I don't know, it gets kind of dark now early. So I have been a little more free with the lights. But I even like in my old apartments, I would go around and if my roommates left their bathroom lights on, like I'd be the one shutting it off and making sure that all the lamps were turned off and things like that. Like I was very aggressive with it. Yeah, no, which I'm like fine with because I'd rather not rack up the electricity bill. But I'm like, at the end of the day, please turn off your own light. Like, <laughs> it's just so easy. It's just a switch. Yeah. Do we want to read the horror story? Uh, I don't know. Or we can answer a question. What, what questions do we still have left? Um, I feel okay. I guess we did kind of talk about i don't know if we directly answered it but we definitely touched on it but how do you combat conflicts or uh how do you combat conflicts with your roommates and how do you resolve them i think my even proactively get to know like you should know each other and like your own conflict style like that's above all else going to be more important because if one person is really like let's get to the bottom of this while the other person like yields and is like let's get through this with as minimal contact as possible. Like neither of those is right or wrong, but if you understand that you can like better get through it together. And also I think something that is important to keep in mind and is not you against each other. It's you guys versus the problem. So like with that example, like if one person is more like proactive, like aggressive, like let's, let's get to the bottom of this. But then the other person is like shrinking themselves. Like the person who's more like assertive can be like, what is your or like what would you like out of this like helping probe them because they're not going to always come forward with what they want right away yeah I totally agree and the other thing that I would say is like pick and choose your battles like not everything has to be a big conflict like sometimes it can just be like a hey I did Mm -hmm. this can you be aware of this the next time it happens like it can be a really offhanded comment Mm -hmm. versus like sitting down and saying like you have been using my groceries for the past three weeks and I'm really annoyed with you like sort of picking how you're going to address things or again like you notice people are using your body wash so you just took it out of the shower like there's some different ways that you can mitigate conflict or just resolve issues yourself without making it a big deal but I think it's about yeah addressing it as they come up because you don't oh I hate who like create a big long list and they're like here's everything that you've done to annoy me in the past mm-hmm. month and it's like why didn't you just tell me as it was happening because then we could have done something about it in that moment and now you're really mad and now I'm really upset because you didn't tell me that you were upset and so there's that balance too where it's like if you can mitigate it as it happens definitely do it but also not everything needs to be a fight yeah I think also with like the body wash situation that was a relationship where I was like at the end of the year we're not gonna like make an effort to be like and that was just fine like that's and it's not that anyone's on bad terms like I I like but ended up at the same Halloween party as one of them or like a month ago and everything and like we said hi and it was a good time we caught up but like I knew that like if this was something that, like, one of you two had done, I totally would have been, like, hey, what's up with the body wash? Because um, this is a relationship that I want to preserve, like, till, like, till death do us part. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Sorry. Um, what's happening right now? <laughs> and so, like, yeah, that's another thing with pick and choose your battles where it's, like, is this worth the energy? Because I was, like, it was getting towards another year and I was, like, I can deal with this for another few months. I have my own solutions. Um, But with us, it's like, I want to like, not have this like 
buildup of conflict that like follows us yeah okay we should probably start wrapping it up so the moment of the week wait the horror story she said one of my roommates in college got a dog after i signed my lease with her and she let it poop and pee in the apartment and wouldn't clean it for days she washed his fake grass pee poo pads in our laundry machine and all the grass came out and got everywhere and when i complained about her being messy as fuck she said i was used to people picking up after me that's so bad that's also like not how you clean those things (laughs) yeah Please learn to take care of your own animal. Okay, okay, sorry, 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 okay. I went home for Thanksgiving, and I took Oliver with me, and I put him in a new little outfit, and he got to hang out with my mom, and my mom loves Oliver, and she calls him her grand bull, and so it was nice to just have him at home. And I also got to reconnect with some stuffed animals. I have two more stuffed manatees back in Washington, um, Barbara and Mia, so I got to see them. Yay. Haley, do you have a stuffed animal moment of the week? Do I get to have one? Um... Okay, I did think about this one ahead of time. Um, so I have a, I guess I didn't introduce any of my stuffed animals. Um, my primary stuffed animals are Eugene the dragon that Ashley got me for Valentine's Day. Um, Wait, I, I like that's that like actually, Ashley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Who, did you? <laughs> I did. No, I got Eugene. <laughs> okay. I'm going to show you these pictures because I bought Eugene like a week and a half prior to Valentine's Day because I had seen him at CVS and like been keeping an eye on him. And it was the week that one of my roommates had COVID. And so I was like giving her Eugene and like with a mask on to hang out with. And like, yeah, Eugene like had a whole like life before he even came to Haley. Yeah, no, he has a backstory. The lore. Um, now I feel silly that my stuffed animal moment of the oh. week isn't about Eugene, but Eugene's just kind of been, hang- been hanging out. My stuffed animal moment of the week. Um, so back home, my family has a dog and her name is Josie. And so for my birthday, my parents and one of my brothers separately each got me stuffed versions of this dog. So I just have like, they're, they're Josie cut up. But it's a pillow. Yeah. So they, it's just like a pillow looking stuffed animal thing. So they're my Josie's and they sit by the door. Um. And yesterday, yes, yesterday, I got to FaceTime my junior and senior year of college roommate and show her the stuffed Josies. And she thought they were very silly. Um, so I got to expose the Josies to more people. Yay. Um, on a much sadder note, my stuffed animals are literally quarantining uh, because I got scabies not sexually transmitted that's been the big question it's not it was i mean like scabies can be but mine was not this is your moment of the week i haven't gotten to hang out i haven't had to have mo i haven't gotten to have moments with them because they've been quarantined they're literally (laughs) in a vacuum bag together i didn't seal it don't worry but they're like in that's like the only bag that's like big enough um yeah and my mom asked me which stuffed animal I was taking on my trip this weekend, and I just had to lie because I didn't want to tell her the full story. That's so sad. Wow. Sorry about your scabies. All right, um, pop culture moment of the week. Pop culture moment of the week is that I have scabies. No. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you see that uh, Errors Tour is, is sold out? Yes. Wild, so crazy. Because uh, they said they Ticketmaster said they only sold ten to fifteen percent during the presale, but apparently they sold. They told like two million. Yeah, 
what else happened? I feel like this it's week? been pretty late. Honestly, not a lot. It's been pretty tame. I was gonna yeah. say the only things I have are like political pop culture, which is not the most interesting. Um, Argentina beat Mexico in the World Cup. <sighs> oh my gosh! Oh yeah, that's so important. I I watched that in a soccer home. I was a soccer home. Yeah, she was in Napa. Remember, like the fam. Oh, okay. I understand now. With a real soccer player. I watched yeah, it in a, real a bar. Soccer, a real Spanish soccer player. Yeah. I watched it on my couch. Oh, um, oh uh, Plan B is half off on Amazon right now for site. Oh my Amazon. gosh, I saw her story. <laughs> you saw her story because I showed yes. you it. <laughs> well, I knew before that. I knew before I saw her story. I thought it was a joke though. And then, and then I was like, oh my God. And then I told one of my friends and she was like, you're the second person who's told me. And I'm like, just, just doing my duty that seems very good if you're the second person tell that well one it person. was there was a recent blunder <laughs> oh my god no, 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 not like that no 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 not, not like that no it just sounded funny like regardless of okay. what it meant yeah that was oh oh i have a pop culture moment of the week um webkin's election is finished and goober is the new mayor he's dethroned dr quack i actually forgot to vote i thought that it was through the end of of the month but it was actually like through the end of last week and i was gonna vote for goober but he won anyway yay so your voice doesn't matter oh my god don't vote sometimes the right outcome will just happen well considering that dr quack has won for like our whole lifetimes i think my voice does matter Um, but you didn't vote yeah but my opinion was anti-quack and we've dethroned quack nothing against quack he just should continue only being a doctor not a mayor Wow. I'm sorry. I was looking at pop culture moments and Dua Lipa was granted Albanian citizenship. I saw that. <laughs> Good for Dua Lipa. Okay. Anyways, any final words? Um, Haley, what's your final word? One uh, word. My final word, uh, swag. Yeah. I knew it! <laughs> it has to be. It's the only one. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much for joining us this week on uh, I Told My Stuff Daniels About Us. Thank you, Wait, Haley. pop culture moment. Bones and All is out now. Timothy Chalamet eats people. Didn't we know that already? That's. But it's, like, out now. Oh. He's out now. No. Well, his, his character is bi, actually. So he is out now. Uh, anyways, thank you so much for joining us for this episode, Haley. We appreciate you and your stuffed animals taking the time to chat with us. Yeah, thanks for thanks for having me. All right, well, catch you next time. Dun, 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 dun.